Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. The Match Ball. Hello. Welcome to the show. Realized I haven't changed the score caption, have I, on the screen? Live streaming on YouTube. Dan, Michael and Rob. Uh, talk about Levi, Levi Solicitors, Michael, for a minute. Well, I'll just change this. Abs. I wondered if, I was, hour. I wondered if I'd be started and you went, oh dear. <laughs> That's a nice point to start on, isn't it? Much like watching Legion United. I don't have to change the captions that much. People yeah. might be tuning in to get the score. Oh, right. At which point, I suppose, we'll have to break them the news to them that we'd lost. I see what's just doing it on the fly now. It was 3-1. Uh, but le- yeah, Levi Solicitors, if you want to go to them for your wills probate and conveyancing yeah. services for your business. Look at that, updating it Dispute on the Dispute resolution, that sort of stuff. If you need to sack a terrible employee, like you can't do the basics. I've done it now, so I've changed it. You'd never know, would you? Well done, that's your job. We are, I mentioned, uh, if you're listening afterwards, we are live streaming on YouTube for um, for our TSB Plus members. Hello. Uh, 10% discount on your legal fees, as Michael said, levislisters.co.uk forward slash the square ball. Ah, that wasn't good, was it? Um, we were talking on the um, on the show with Phil on, on Friday about how there was sort of every reason for Leeds to win this. It was all there. But sometimes in the championship, and you just said, didn't you, it could be a bit championshipy. Sometimes in the championship, you just come up against something uh, that just doesn't work. It's, it's an oil and water combo, and it felt a bit like that today, early doors. What went wrong at the start, Michael and Rob? It's depressed us. <laughs> Seemed to be the gist of it. And we couldn't get out. Because the thing is, once we did get the ball forward, however we did it, they didn't look very good defensively either, and they didn't look like they were particularly good well be impressed but because the ball was mainly in our half it caused us problems and the defence all day was just woefully out of shape Was it, it that just down to bad defending? I would say yes they, they just seemed to, they seemed to be completely shapeless in that there always seemed to be I mean for the first goal it's Cooper starts pushing forward and which just allows Armstrong to come in behind him and without anyone else I mean you could say at that point maybe Strauch should move across or something but you need to communicate this if it's going to well, if that's what you're going to do that first goal, and we saw it a few times during the game, and I don't think we've seen Leeds do it this season. Our centre half, it was strange, but Strauch followed their striker all the way back into Southampton's half, pretty much. Mm. And you saw Ampadu then drop back into defence, but it was just all a bit strange because you know Ampadu drops back into the back line, but then there's no one sort of sat in front of the defence, and then the striker runs off Cooper and scores. That was the quite nice finish for Armstrong, wasn't it? Was it, it was it was Byron playing him on side, wasn't it? Yes, yeah, yeah. yeah. That first um, chance. But yeah, it summed it. Oh, look, really, Leeds just felt lethargic. Certainly mm. not first half. It was a strange one. It, it was one of those days where Southampton had come into it. Four defeats in a row. Their manager's already under pressure. And they looked, like you said, I don't think they looked amazing, but they just looked on it. Whereas Leeds, everything was just a bit sloppy. Defending's a bit sloppy. The passing wasn't great. They were under pressure. They, I thought Southampton pressed us quite well. 
and then up front nothing not a great deal stuck either so no. it's just a, one of those days where it all just got away from us very very quickly it felt like it's very important not to kind of lose your shit over these games isn't it and just say we, we go again on Wednesday uh, a chance to put it right and let's just hope that they do you, you're going to be up against uh, and I think just based on the fact that Southampton came down with us you could see they had some good players we'll be against worse players on Wednesday um, that, that was one of the key differences I thought today just slightly better decision making from the opponents and it and it can expose your weaknesses that much more easily I think the weird thing is as well you look at the second if you'd only seen the second half you almost wouldn't believe the first half had happened the way it did because they didn't look any better than us in that second half yeah it, a bit of a grind wasn't it it was really it was just not it was not particularly good game to watch I don't think at any point in particular well from a Leeds point of view I'm sure Southampton fans probably quite enjoyed the first half but the I know the general quality in it, certainly from us, just wasn't there at any point. And the second half was just very scrappy. It felt like they were, we were in control of it in the second half, but while not creating a huge amount of chances. And the ones we did, the kind of half chances, maybe bad decisions, like James having that shot with his left, Rosera having a shot when it was at a stupid angle. Things There was a Pirro one, wasn't there, where he brought mm-hmm. it down quite nicely, but then but then he couldn't finish. So there were, there were a few, I mean, you almost want to really call them chances, you call them openings, can it be an opening? Well, there was that one as well where Rutter put uh, Pirro through. Mm. His touch was just off, and you, and that was not long after we'd scored our first goal. He thought, "Oh, I will. like Southampton took all their chances in the first half, basically." Yeah, and that was our chance to really sort of get the game back on, and we just couldn't take it. Yeah, across the whole game, Southampton only had only just got above one xG because they 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 were good finishers. Well, and a, an own goal. I think the third one has gone down, hasn't it? Because it was um, probably just about trickling wide I think of the far post till Stroud got a touch on it um, let's just have a chat about what uh, I think it's Biggie T let me just see that I've got the comment on screen as well if you're watching the um, the video stream the version of it Farker made a whole bunch of mistakes today Lineup tactics and timing of the subs all completely wrong and uh, thanks to Peter as well who is just um, sent a comment and saying um, to the same sort of effect BBC Radio Leeds John Newsom is saying that the team selection was not our best team um, I agree it didn't feel like and there, there were doubts uh, about leaving Rodan out and leaving Cooper in. I thought Cooper was awful, I have to say. Yeah. All game, he just seemed to be on one. He just going for stuff he couldn't get to. And I know sometimes we've we've said you need a, a proactive defender in the side to step in front of people and get to the ball first and win things, but he just felt like every time he went forward to do something like that, he just made a mistake. Either he, didn't, he went for a ball and didn't quite get it, or he went for a ball and it created a massive hole in behind him. You see it with Aileen now, they're kind of getting older where their legs just don't seem to respond to what their brain is telling them. Like, there's a few times with Cooper today, even just try to control the ball or make a pass, it was like his leg was moving a second slower than his brain and it just looked, well, faintly comedic really. But um, yeah, I mean, I don't know about keeping him in because I don't think after the previous game everyone was like, get Rodan back in now, Cooper needs to drop out. Would you have played Rodan? But isn't there an argument? Certainly now. <laughs> yeah. I would have put him back in anyway. Isn't there an argument for just playing your best side? And also with the defence, it means that you can have a left foot and a right foot in there as well because otherwise it means we're moving Strout played right yeah Strout moves yeah. to the right doesn't it which means he's disadvantaged so you can fit Cooper into the team and when Cooper when you're changing the team or the shape around to accommodate Cooper who plays like that it's just not worth it is it you're not, it's not like you're trying to fit some some world class centre back into the team and there were a couple of occasions when Strout was bringing it out into that sort of right hand channel and he didn't have the same confidence that you might have had on the left hand side yeah exactly I think he uh yeah, he he would, he'd either turn back in towards Cooper and pass it to him, or he'd panic slightly, get caught out, 
it wouldn't just quite work because his body shape's not right. Is it? If you're on the right-hand side there, you can just ping it forward where mm. you've kind of got to open your body up or you put it on your wrong foot or whatever. It just, there's just one or two occasions when it just didn't look quite right in there. It's strange with Cooper because he's often looked like this, but then I guess you have to go back as far as Gary Monk for a manager who hasn't wanted to play him. Mm. And that's a lot of football and he's always been there and pe- manager after manager has wanted Liam Cooper in the team for, for some reason. So he must be offering something in there well, are we getting down to real talk on this? Are we are we doing some real talk? Should we do some <laughs> real talk, talking, you know, getting down to the, the truth and not, be, not, be, not being silly speaking about it. to your teenage kids again. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> no, no, I was going to say like the real talk around this is kind of look, we we accept, don't we? I think that this the the promotion players who are still with us, their powers are all on the way, and they're, they're t- it does make it sound like they've died there. No, but they're all they're all the time has kind of passed, doesn't it? To a certain extent, like we wanted somebody new to come in to um, replace or at least take the load off Bamford, which has happened in in Peru and now we want Rodon in rather than Cooper. People are seeing um, Ailing on the right-hand side and want, you know, Jed Spence obviously got injured but wanted Jed Spence putting into the side. I mean, that's that's one thing just about those. Do you think there was an argument for sticking Cooper on at one point in that second half, maybe just to give us that a bit more threat down the right-hand side? Sticking Cooper on? Uh, not Cooper, um, I meant Ailing. sorry. I, I think part of the reason Cooper probably starts is that Ailing's on the bench and he kind of wants a, a captain, a leader in the team we can only have one bad defender in the team at any, Essentially, <laughs> at it, any point it, it helps to reduce that doesn't it I, I mean as bad as Cooper was I don't think any of the others really covered themselves in glory no. but um, I can understand at half time why Farker didn't change anything because it felt like I don't think it was necessarily anything tactical it was like can you just stop being shit and sort of mm. sort it out and get on your game here mm. go, out, it, go out there and remedy it lads yeah, yeah but then at the same time I made a not in the first half it felt like it was almost time to make a first half sub just to jolt them almost. It's mm-hmm. like um, like a mob boss sort of killing one of his own. Just sort of <laughs> take one off and say, look lads, this could be you if you're not careful. Why, why are we driving out into the forest? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, I mean, Bayer Byram got completely tangled up as well, didn't mm-hmm. One of the goals while well, well, we're just picking on the defence. So I don't think the defence worked. Shackleton, just before half time, completely just lost his man who had a free header at the back post. He was yeah. lucky that went over. And and also one of the the pullback as well that was down Shackleton's mm. side as well wasn't it that was another one though where the defence just looked really out of shape they got in behind far too easily there were times in the first half we were trying to do that but they they were just successfully playing offside trap or Dan James was having a Dan James game where he just runs offside all the time but yeah there was just there was no control to no. Go Stevie Nickel about it because all through it felt like Ampadu it was probably the least involved he's felt in a half of football as well yeah I think sometimes as I was saying that, that was the fear wasn't it, it going a bit championship in we were, we were doing well up to a point but then you just come up against an opponent for whatever reason or a set of players that just for some reason have it over you and that's just what the championship is a bit like sometimes but yeah it was a bit it was frustrating wasn't it all the, that good work and the momentum we built up just seemed to just evaporate today I mean we were saying uh, through the week that it was kind of weird that we've got relegated and since we've been back in the championship everyone's just sort of sat off us and given us loads of respect and it's a bit like you're not seeing us last year. Like you can get us, and I think today's been the first time we've seen in the championship a team like do something different. Maybe Ipswich were a bit like that, but mm. Southampton actually played a bit differently to what certainly what we've faced recently. And yeah, it just sort of that early goal. It just threw us right off our game, didn't it? Yeah, yeah. So it's not fair, really. <laughs> yeah, we, exactly. have, we have actually started games a bit slowly at mm. times this season, haven't we? I mean, as proven by the fact we didn't take a, the lead in a game for ages, did we? But like the the opening at Millwall, which obviously is a game we did go on to win 3-0, but the opening 10 in that, it felt, even though they didn't, they didn't really create chances in the same way Southampton did today, but it felt like we didn't have control of the match for a period. Yeah. And obviously, ultimately, by the end, we were 
we look by far the better team, but there was the bits of it maybe where the start isn't quite right. So yeah, maybe that's just what they do. Though maybe it's part of the game plan is to just sit tight for that opening 15, 20 minutes, whatever. Mm. Just get let like, the game settle down a little bit, and the and the home side, particularly if you're if you're the away team as leads, let them blow themselves out a little bit. But unfortunately, by that time they were they were scoring goals past us, weren't they? Yeah, I, mean, I think Phil's said you know you can tell within the first twenty minutes how a game's going to go. And this, the first 20 minutes, it was, oh shit. Well, I just looked at my notes and it was, I think it was 11 minutes in where Somerville hit that free kick where he, it was, he was meant to cross it and just put it out for a throw-in almost mm. behind him. And that probably summed up the day for Leeds. Certainly certainly summed up the first half. So Farker muttering the word, shite under his breath, things like that. <laughs> uh, Jerry is just asking, what did Phil say on 20 minutes? Phil, once again, did not message me on 20 minutes, like he promised. I think so he... He'll, he'll be coming down from his big night in the Premier in morning. Yeah, well, he... Uh, probably not slept. <laughs> a shirtless Phil Hayway. Wakes up at 4am or whatever. Um, now, what did he message me? Let me have a look. I will tell you what he said. Uh, it was at... Uh, I thought I'd leave the 20-minute message. Not great. That was at uh, five past one. So we would have been about 35 minutes in there. When did they get their second goal? I can't quite remember. Half an hour. Half so, an uh, hour. About, about five past one. Yeah. <laughs> Small bone um, after they got in behind Shackleton. We should potentially have been sent off by then, I thought. You thought, yeah, he'd done that. He'd done that sort of double yellow card thing in the midfield. Then he'd um, he'd fouled Somerville, I think, as well in the corner. He sort of chased after him and just booted him. And I thought the ref might book him for that if he hadn't already been booked. But anyway, should have, if we'd have just marked him, he could, mm. probably wouldn't have scored. That would have been better. It's like, another way. It's another way of handling it. And if Shackleton hadn't let him run in behind him, yeah, in the build up. I mean, small. I don't. Yeah, small bones obviously come from quite deep, hasn't he? A lot can happen in three years, like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri Term Medical Plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget friendly coverage that lasts nearly three years in some states. Learn more at uh1.com. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Just one of those days, wasn't it? And I'm, I can't be too down... Um, downbeat about the whole thing because we've got another game on Wednesday and that's and the championship is just relentless like that so I'm not not too worried um, what else are the notes have I made um, yeah what went wrong in the first half got the defence of Cooper and Strout lateness of the subs would you have done more a bit earlier yeah half time probably I said to you I think I, I was like itching for a triple sub at half time we just, wanted all just, five didn't we just to do something yeah. but I did say yeah, there was a point in the second half I said, has a quintuple substitution ever been done before just sure, change half the been. team at once be fine mm. Yeah, I, I felt like the changes were too slow because we didn't see any. It was 70, 
was it 73 mm. minutes or something before Gray and um, Anthony came on. So I thought yeah. I thought there needed to be a change before then. Apart from anything else, I thought Kamara was going to get sent off. There was a bit where I think it was actually foul given against Cooper in the end, but Kamara had been there as well and was on the ground and he stood up and you could see him like putting his arms up to the ref like, well, it wasn't me. Yeah, it, was yeah, him. Yeah. it was him who kicked him. It was not me. It was not I, me. It, well, in the build-up to that, as I saw him going to the ground, I went, no! <laughs> <laughs> so that, apart from anything else, never mind sort of the tactical side of it. I just wanted to see him taken off so he didn't get a red card. I was, I was absolutely convinced there was going to be a red card in that game. Yeah, I was. So well, I was shaping up for one it, team or the other. I guess we're complaining about the lateness of the subs, but when it happened, well, did they do much? I was just looking as well. Like you'd maybe think an hour make the subs, but then we scored on the fifty-eighth minute, and mm. it was sixty-one minutes when Rutter played that pass through to Piro, where he should have controlled mm. it and maybe scored. So you do think maybe Fark is thinking, well, the momentum's actually with us now, so I don't want to disrupt it. But but when that chance fell for him and he didn't put it in, I was like, nah, it's an mm. happening today. Mm. Could we could have played for? a Hours and out. We could still be playing now. I don't think we'd have scored. It just didn't have. It just never had that feel about Wasn't it. Wasn't great today, Piro, was he? No, gave but he, the, he, he gave the ball away a few. But in the first half, when he was felt like he was dropping deeper to get a bit involved, he, he played quite a few straight passes in there. And then when the chances came to him today, there was that one. And then there was the one where he, he did take quite a nice touch to bring it down, but then hit it straight at the keeper. They were just. I don't know. I didn't think he did a lot. Well, sometimes players just have off days. That's the thing, isn't it? This is why they're at this level. Is it is about the size of it? I feel like Piro's perfect game would be to make himself like completely invisible for 89 minutes and then like the three touches he has he just finds a bit of space in the mm. box and scores but I mean that was the thing today maybe he doesn't do much but then that chance he gets from that pass it's like ah you just need to take the touch properly there yeah mm. yeah well as um, as the messages that are just coming in are pointing out uh, and it's Paul who's saying win the next two home games and this won't matter <laughs> it's true isn't it it is true and if we only have one off game every sort of five or six in the championship we'll probably be alright and then I know there's a gap opening up to the top we've got to be careful not to let that become too big but you just got to be consistent across the cost of the season haven't you and hopefully we'll we'll start to close that as the season wears on yeah you, you want to tick over at like two points a game-ish don't you so yeah. if you can if you can do that you go up is the is the basic principle of getting out of this league so like you say yeah, win, win the two this week absolutely fine did you have but, any uh, bets on asks Sam I didn't actually no, no. it's your fault then it was the odds, really. But I think it was, Southampton were like two to one. I thought mm. I knew you were about to say there was no value in it. <laughs> there wasn't. No, nah. it's more like when we when we're at home against QPR. The QPR will probably be about seven to one for that. So I might have a five run. Oh, yeah, um, but yeah we'll, Southampton were they're all right, aren't they? So. And if you were watching domestically as well, you would have been treated to uh, Sky Sports coverage, which was fun, wasn't it? Some uh, some good bits in there. Don Goodman in particular, enjoyable as ever. Uh, I did enjoy the bit. I can't remember exactly what point it was in the game, but where he said that Southampton had been literally on their knees. They were playing, they were, yeah, they were playing, playing yeah. literally on their knees. I thought, I'm not surprised they'd lost four on the bounce if they'd literally been on their knees for four mm. games. At least they weren't literally on fire. No. Oh, they were, maybe they were by the end. No. On the knees and then on fire. Yeah. Can't catch a break. Doused with victory juice to put out that fire. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Is that what you call it? <laughs> victory juice. Oh, what an image. Gross. Yeah. Any, any candidates for, for manner of the match out of, the, out of all those? I don't think anyone played well, did they? I thought even a Southampton play, to be honest. Ruta, yeah. maybe, did some did a few nice bits. bits. That, that through ball was lovely. Mm. Mm. Strauss got took it really well. He's not even addressed that. Beautiful finish. Best, our best striker this season so far? He has got, what did we say, four? Did he he three out? or four. Is that right? four? Yeah. He's got a few this season, he's got a couple he? in the cup, hasn't he? Yeah. Yeah, he's, he definitely scored in both cup games. And then... Um, <laughs> Another one. I can't remember which. <laughs> so I had to Baps McGinty who says that Piro's got all the composure of a drowning man when he's outside the box. <laughs> That's a bit, a bit unfair to him, I think. Um, I mean, he wasn't good today. 
I think other other games he'd been better, but yeah, it, it felt like he was just giving the ball away a lot today. Interesting just to see the uh, the comments haven't started coming through um, just yet, but how do you think um, Farker's going to build this one? Just a bad day at the office? Mm, he'd probably cite the bad start and have that through the game plan out. and Gave us an unbelievable hard task. Exactly. I was, I'm not even got a mug to sell. <laughs> Pre-game, I was, uh, I was busy boxing mugs up because I know last weekend we've sold a load off the back of a win, but I'd probably stop that now. <laughs> not too many. Uh, I don't think many people will be, be rushing out to buy one after that. Um, yeah, out of the match, that's a good question. I actually don't know. Did Trout make any mistakes? Or the defence as a whole wasn't I mean, great, Yeah, was the defence wasn't great, so I feel like you I mean, can't... We, we, we were 3-0 down before our mm. time, so yeah, it's, it's quite a tough sell, I think, is, is that one. Yeah, no one played well, did they? Not really. Kamara was all right, but the yeah. midfield weren't great. And, and then, then was that his, or was it him or Ampadu who should have been getting small bone? Mm. Small bone? Fair small point. bones. Small bone. Small bone. <laughs> Just one. I enjoyed the bit of the commentary where it showed um, Jack Stevens in the crowd and there were two of them and we went, could be either of them. Yeah. We're like, and then it said the other way it was called. What? Like, Stephen Jacks. Yeah, Steve, Steve Keith or something. And it was like, all oh, right. Brilliant. <laughs> it was uh, it was Ross Stewart, wasn't it? Well, yeah. was it Ross Stewart? That oh, was it. Also Stewart, Ross, Ross Stewart. Yeah, also Stewart has Ross. Two, two first names. Um, um, yeah, everyone was bad, I think. Somerville got fouled a lot, but that was really about it. Took a terrible free kick. Hurt his shoulder. Disappeared for a bit. Yeah. That's about it, really. James was frustrating, more bad decision. Offside a few times, some bad decision making. Somerville flip does flip between being really, really dangerous and then his end product being terrible. Whereas Dan James, his end product generally is quite terrible, but well, it, is occasionally dangerous. But it's weird though, because during the second half, I was saying, oh, I, I think we should do Anthony for James here. And then Somerville got the ball and I, I was reminded he was on the pitch because they not because I'd seen James a lot. And admittedly, James was fucking stuff up. But I wanted him off because I kept seeing him on the ball and doing stuff wrong. Then when Somerville touched it, I was like, "Oh yeah, I forgot he's on too. Yeah, maybe him. Maybe take him <laughs> off because he's, he's just not involved at all." Yeah, he could. there was an argument for changing both, but he ended up sticking Ruter out on the right, which which made a few things happen, didn't it? When uh, mm. when Bamford came on, did, did we see anything of Bamford actually? I, I didn't really know. I, I kind of disengaged mentally from the game at that point. We saw him do a handball, didn't we? But that was. A, I was pleased to see that he was still moaning at the ref the same way he does. But that was basically the only time I noticed him. He's got short hair. That's yep. my main. Uh, Main thing to take from Bamford. Yeah, Russell Martin is really proud of his players. Spoke about how good the mood uh, was despite the results we've had. They've what gone all think, in. What do you think of Russell Martin? Uh, it looks like um, Farker off, bought, bought off Wish. I think he just looks a bit like he loves himself. <laughs> <laughs> Why? I don't know. Just a feel, just his vibe I get from the man. I, just, some... I feel like if he was asked to rank the most attractive managers in the football league, he'd put himself top. Mm, there's something about his hair. I just can't quite get on board. He was, touching, he was touching it a lot. Mm. Um, he did say the second half was difficult. This is Russell Martin continuing. When you haven't won for a while, you hang on a bit rather than stay relentless. Which, you know, there is a, an argument for that being a better second half from us, wasn't it? But like you said, it, it did just go flat. It never quite popped for us. When we got that first one, I thought, oh, here we go. We could uh, we could have a little go at something here. But um, it's interesting, Russell Martin saying that we'll be up at the top of the table at the end of the season. Us in Leeds? Or... Yeah, talking about us. Okay. Us, Leeds United. He's probably right. Mm-hmm. I, think, I think we'll probably both be a playoff-ish. Yeah, I mean... Obviously, like getting beats bad, but I am intrigued to see just how we bounce back from a defeat. Now, now the team's kind of settled because obviously we went to Birmingham and got beat, but it was a completely scratch team. But I am intrigued just to see how we bounce back from this and how we are a good team, basically. Because I mean, look at the bloody Villa Brighton score. Like, mm. good teams get beat and can get hammered, but they're still probably a good team. So I'm intrigued to see just what we're made of, really. Mm. Mm. I feel like Southampton's a, a weird place for us as well. I don't, I don't 
have great memories of it, generally speaking. Not since like the early 90s where, where we were good for, mm. you know. Because we had that, the, the Bielsa game there was dreadful, wasn't it? And mm. um, the game at the start of last year as well, we, that was one where we where we should have won and we completely when, um, knackered it, didn't we? When Jesse Marsh spent all week talking about how hot it would be and how he was going to make a load of subs. And, and forgot. <laughs> didn't make any subs. Got sunstroke himself, forgot to bring anyone on. But, mm. just disappointing, really. Yeah. I thought we were good. Yeah, uh, we're being urged to launch Furpo mugs now. Maybe that's the next thing we need to do as Junior comes back in. Mm. No, there was talk of Furpo mugs for about a week last year, right? And then um, he, I was going to say he, he got injured and went crap. Did he get we, injured? He probably did. Well, we do discuss this sort of stuff, don't we? Like when we're, we're going to put a mug out, you think, do we want to? You don't want to go off too soon, do you? You don't want to mm. like shoot your ball. And it's like let's let's just wait with, the, <laughs> with some of these things. Yeah, the Farcom ones are doing all right, but yeah, yeah, I think it's we've got a while to wait for. For junior, I think Furpo needs a good six months before we can. In fact, if you can play just six games in a row, I think that would I mean, be a consideration. That's what sparked the initial chat about Furpo mugs. Is that he had half a dozen games? He's like, oh, maybe we like this guy. Yeah, no further comments coming in right now. Uh, I'm just waiting for him to trickle through from the press. I don't know if Russell Martin's um, maybe going first, but the three o'clock kickoffs have all kicked off now anyway. Um, yeah, for, for Wednesday. We can, we can start to draw misery from other people's uh, defeats. In terms of turning. Uh, joy, it, sorry, from other people's misery. Turning it around for Wednesday, you. I would assume Rodon and Aileen come back in. But maybe that's wrong. Maybe Archie Gray. Just yeah. bit of energy, keep it fresh, I guess. Yeah, and then, yeah, because we've got another game, obviously, at the weekend. Next weekend, haven't we? Before uh, before the international break. So, yeah. yeah, Maybe it's time to deploy Grove. Without knowing anything about <laughs> Without him. Without knowing anything about him. He's, he, he he's did, definitely the answer. We, we lost today. Let's put him he in. Was, uh, he was playing centre-half internationally, wasn't he? Yeah. Maybe... Maybe he's the answer. This is stick Ryan Edmondson in for Bamford <laughs> territory. Is this just yeah. go? Who, who else is the him? Fine. I don't know. I don't think we'll see Griff. I would be interested in seeing Jaden Ante get a start, just because I still mm-hmm. don't feel like I know a great deal about him. And, like, he's, and he's not looked at any point. I don't think bad has he when he's coming. He's, right. he's always been quite, like pretty bright. Even like today, for example, he just seemed to start making things happen. He's quite direct. Mm. Put a good cross in, didn't he? At we one we know he's got a goal in him. So we, why have you ever had it? Yeah. That was his goal. The goal. The goal. Um, yeah, so there you go. Uh, I don't really have anything further to add until the like the comments come in, but I think we, we know roughly what's going to be said and I think we all roll on a similar tip, aren't we, in terms of how we feel about that game. So uh, we could wrap it up if you want. We don't, we don't have to keep talking just for the sake of it. Well, it's more fun talking about a win, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> we could just pick over it in more detail, but I mean, people watched it, probably. It, we've got it out on Sky or the visual radio we've at least got it out of the way nice and early mm. can just get on with the rest of your weekend that's now. true that is yeah. true yeah oh, well it's ruined a weekend yeah. right well we'll see won't we we will see we will see um, thank you for joining us if you've been on the live stream and we'll be back with more match ball action through the week all the usual stuff to come some propaganda there'll be some misery this weekend won't there probably and now we've, uh, we've, From us. we've seen the we've seen the lucky blue kit has been deployed so I'll look out for our forthcoming special with um, Ed Cowburn who designed them um, explaining why he designed them and we're doing, we're doing it's going to be four mini episodes that's good it's going to be a good listen it's good actually I think. I, we really enjoyed um, talking about it didn't we but um, yeah so cheers for joining us on this one and we will uh, we will catch up with you soon The Match Ball Small details are big surfaces tight corners are odd shapes flat rounded textured or tall whatever your next project there's a spray paint pattern that's just right because Rust-Oleum's new Custom Spray 5-in-1 gives you control with five different spray patterns. So you can tackle nooks, crannies, edges, and curves 
without worrying about drips, runs, uneven coverage, or anything else. Custom Spray 5-in-1, only from Rust-Oleum. Selling a little or a lot? Shopify helps you do your thing however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage. All the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is there to help you grow. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 36% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Get a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash work. Shopify.com slash work. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. 